You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're talking Thursday Night Football. We hit on a couple props. I really like Khalil Herbert, over 26 and a half rushing yards, even though David Montgomery is going to be the lead back for Chicago. Minus 115 is the price. He's averaging almost six yards per carry on only 53 touches this year. Washington, not very good defensively, very overhyped. So I like that one. I like Wentz to throw a pick. Again, the last 16 primetime matchups, the road quarterback 12 times has thrown a pick, and it's Carson Wentz. Anything else that you guys, that has caught your eye or maybe that you're leaning towards or looking at right now as far as props or parlays or really anything in this game? Yeah, we talked about that Khalil Herbert number, 26 and a half rushing yards. It feels like even with David Montgomery coming back, I really like that as yeah. well. I think Herbert's a good look. I had Wentz interception written down, Ryan, so you yeah. read my brain there like that. I also, and you know, after Trista read the uh, weather report, I was kind of hesitant on it now, but Fields' longest pass completion over 32 and a half yards, I like. Just watching Washington secondary these last couple weeks, they are getting gashed for big plays. And against Minnesota, Fields, you know, they showed that they were trying to stretch the field a little bit. They had some big plays through the air. So I think over 32 and a half longest pass completion, minus 115. And because I like that, I like Mooney's longest reception over 20 and a half yards, minus 110. He's his big play guy, deep threat guy who can stretch the field. Tannehill hit a couple big pass plays for the Titans last week against Washington. So I like that. And then you guys know in prime time, especially in games like these where scoring is going to be at a premium, give me both kickers over one and a half field goals made. It's both plus money. Now, again, the wind, if it's really going to be a factor, might not be a bet for tomorrow. We'll see. But uh, as of right now, especially in a game like this where points are going to be at a premium, give me Santos and Joey Sly over one and a half field goals made. Santos plus 100, Sly plus 105. I have one more as well that I like. You talk about a game where the weather's maybe going to be in play, you know, 17 mile an hour winds. You've got maybe a little rain. It's getting a little cold. I think I like this prop. Justin Fields over longest rush of 11, what is it, 12 and a half yards? 12 and a half yards. 13 and a half, excuse me. It just went up. And we, we were looking at this. Yeah, he only had 12 against Minnesota. 16, though, against the Giants. 29 against Houston and just shy of that number 12, and that was in the rain game. So, you know, it's a little bit more sloppy there as well. Like so that. I like him to get busy a little bit against this really trash uh, commander's defense. Like that. I completely agree, too. And I think they're really going to look to evaluate Justin Fields here the second half of the season or when we get closer to the second half of the season. Because right now I know the Bears, I mean, they've been kind of a pleasant surprise, I guess. They've been competitive at least. I don't think anybody com- you know, expected them to cover the number against Minnesota, especially on the road where it's really tough to play. But going into the season, Matt Eberflus, he's like, we didn't even really watch any Justin Fields film from his rookie year because that was Matt Nagy's offense, and we just want a clean slate. So I feel like eventually they're going to have to let him drop back 22, 24 times. 
if they're going to continue to lose games. And he's going to use his legs a lot. So I think that might be my favorite prop. Yeah, I like that too. Because the more I think about it, I want to put a little bit more on Khalil Herbert. And I'm going back and forth. It's crazy because he has more rushing yards, but yet less carries this season than David Montgomery, who's now back, Zeke, Derrick Henry, Delvin Cook, Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette. Like, the guy is a really good back. And for some reason, though, I'm looking at the snap count last week when David Montgomery came back. Montgomery, 36 snaps, and Cleo Herbert only played 14. And Montgomery had 12 carries, four targets. Herbert didn't even have a target in that game and only four carries. So that's the only thing that scares me. Obviously, they lost that game. Short week. You would figure they're going to use both backs. So I think that that's going to be my favorite one. That and then the Wentz interception. Other than that, I don't think I could play any props in this game unless you're going like Herbert. I'm sorry, Herbert. Uh, Fields rushing yards or rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. Like, who else do you really trust? I love Terry McLaurin, but he never gets targeted. Um, oh, I mean, maybe. Hmm. I was looking at a parlay with McLaurin in it, but you bring his receiving yards way down. So I had Commander's money line, David Montgomery touchdown, McLaurin over 34 and a half receiving yards. That parlay was a plus 650 that I wrote down. Um, if they want to get McLaren involved and then you're taking a shot with Montgomery just because he's the goal line back, obviously, for the Bears, they're going to put him in in short yardage. And then we like the Commanders tomorrow on the money line. That was one. Another one was Fields over 200 yards passing. Bears alternate spread plus seven and a half. And then Bears over one and a half field goals was plus 500. Do you think Brian Robinson, I know he came back last week, kind of, um, was shot multiple times. 11 and a half carry seems like a lot. Yeah, it's it does. Minus that does. It does seem like a lot. Do we like know how many lot. he had? Uh, like, And I know that he won that job. Let me look up his see numbers. See how many he had last week. Because 11, and, it, and it's actually juiced right now to the over. Nine attempts. Nine, nine carries. 22 yards. So on a short week, obviously, when you figure that Gibson and those guys have gotten more of the carries on a short week, yeah, I don't know, especially if the wind's picking up. See, it does seem about right. That does seem about right. With the wind, I was looking at some passing yards, too, and Justin Fields, a couple weeks ago, he had the lowest passing yard prop in NFL history, and it's still sitting there at 168 and a half, minus 115 both ways. 218 and a half seems low for Wentz, even in a crappy weather game. Just because if the Bears do get out to a lead, you know Wentz is dropping back 35, 40 times in this game. I feel like that number seems a little bit low, but not enough to where I want to play it. The only other thing that I would maybe look at, receptions made. The Bears don't have a whole lot of options. You brought up Mooney, three and a half grabs, minus 130 actually to the under. David Montgomery had four targets last week. His catch is only two and a half. I kind of like Cole Komet. I wish they would actually use him. Yeah. Two and a half receptions, but the only problem is it's juice minus 155 on some checkdowns against those Washington linebackers. I think he could have three grabs in the first half, but I don't want to play it. And then McLaurin's receptions, three and a half, but minus 165 to the over. So I would lean or go with Curtis Samuel, four and a half, minus 120. And that's probably it in that game for me. Yeah, not much. I mean, weather plays such a big part of it. We have to see what happens. If you guys remember when we were handicapping that uh, Steelers-Browns game on Thursday, we thought the wind would be such a huge factor. We were hearing stories, and we were looking at it before the game, and it was blowing and then Brissett and Trubisky come out, and it's five wide, and they're throwing the ball all over the Hate place. That. I know. So, and then obviously the game went over when a lot of people like the under. So we're just gonna have to see what happens. But I think Fields using his legs definitely the right thought process there. The running backs, guys like Brian Robinson, guys like Khalil Herbert on short weeks getting some touches as well. And then Commanders money line just feels like the right side. I mean, the fact that they're favored again on the road 
Like, win one of these games for once. Please. Please. I kind of like the win cast. Brian Robinson to score a touchdown in Washington to win, plus 310. I don't hate that at all. Terry McLaurin to score in Washington to win is plus 320, or Antonio Gibson to score in Washington to win is plus 330. Ooh, actually, never mind all those. Curtis Samuel to score in the Commanders to win, plus 375, almost 4-1 to one odds. I don't hate that. If you think uh, Khalil Herbert's actually going to get some touches, score a touchdown, and the Bears could pull off the upset, plus 400, or Cole Komet to score in the Bears to win, also plus 400. So we'll have all these plays right now, not a whole lot available. Uh, you could create your own one-game parlays. All that fun stuff. We'll be live on the air for that.